Today we get a story time of a Gen Z kid who wants attention so badly that they literally fake being disabled and in a wheelchair. Eventually the Gen Z kid does slip up and gets exposed, and karma is proven once again to actually be real. I know you guys will enjoy this story, so sit back, relax, subscribe if you're new, and let's jump right into it. So we're gonna call the subscriber submitted today's story, Ryan. So anyways, in Ryan's class, there's this one Gen Z kid who loved attention. The Gen Z kid would always like post stuff on TikTok being like, I had a bad day or whatever. And look, it's totally fine to like want attention. However, it's definitely both the quantity of times that you ask for it and the way that you go about it. Look, attention is necessary, especially for human beings. They need attention from their other, you know, other human beings, right? It's good for your health, whatever. However, I think we all know that one person who just goes way too far to get the attention and or they're just super annoying about it. The Gen Z kid was no, like, was no different. And the Gen Z kid in this case goes way too far because look, I find it annoying when people uh, try and get attention in annoying manners, as most people do. However, it's different from being annoying and pretending that you are literally physically disabled in a wheelchair just to get attention. There is a very clear difference in the Gen Z kid very obviously crossed the line. So the Gen Z kid was never in a wheelchair. They were never, they didn't even come into school with a boot. Like they never had anything like that. But one day Ryan was sitting in class and just thought it would be a normal day in class. He thought he'd start off the day, you know, normal day, whatever. And that's when the Gen Z kid comes in in a wheelchair, wheels into class. Obviously, this is a really big deal. I mean, you should treat everyone the same, but when someone that you've been going to school with for a very long time, this suddenly walks it, like doesn't even walk in, wheels in in a wheelchair, bro. You're definitely gonna ask some questions because it's not just like someone's like, you know what, I feel like, I feel like being in a wheelchair today. I mean, the Gen Z kid actually was like that, but no one would actually with this, no one with a sound conscious would ever do that, right? So anyways, obviously the Gen Z kid gets a lot of attention including the teacher kind of stops class because the Gen Z kid was a little late, but the teacher's not going to be like, should have wheeled her quicker, bro. Like the teacher's going to be like, oh my God, like what happened? So the teacher and everyone in class, you know, they were just like, oh my God, like what happened? Is everything okay? And the teacher's like, I didn't get a note from your parents about this. Not even, not in an, like an accusatory way, because in the very beginning, no one suspected even for a second that the Gen Z kid was faking it. Even though the Gen Z kid was notorious and had a history of faking things for attention, or not even just trying to, not even like faking things, but just trying to get attention at all costs, nobody possibly thought that the Gen Z kid would fake being like, physically crippled in a wheelchair, no one would ever believe that. And the teacher, when, when the teacher said, oh, your parents didn't even tell me about this, more of a kind of a statement of surprise than a statement of, I think you're faking this. Obviously, in retrospect, this was the first in a major red flag, but no one at the time, not even Ryan, ever thought anything about it. So the Gen Z kid basically goes on to say, make up this fabricated story. No one at the time realized it was fabricated, but the Gen Z kid basically went on to say something along the lines of, yeah, like, I was, you know, I, uh, you know, I went to the doctor, I wasn't feeling good, and it turns out, like, my legs may never work again. And the thing is, that is a very serious thing that happens to some people. It's very uncommon, but it is very serious and your life will never be the same. If you all of a sudden like cannot use your legs, then your life will never be the same, bro. I think that's pretty obvious. And uh, yeah, using someone else's uh, situation, a tragic situation that they have to go through the trials and tribulations of life, giving you the biggest curveball ever, to your advantage because you want attention is pretty sickening. But uh, 
Anyways, and also, first of all, the Gen Z kid could have been like, oh, I broke my leg. I'm going to be in this for months. But the Gen Z kid makes up a story even more crazy. The Gen Z kid, like, literally says that they might be, like, disabled forever, bro. Because the thing is, if the Gen Z kid really just wanted attention, say that you break your leg, you'll have attention for at least a month or something, then you can start walking normally again and no one will ever bat an eye, right? However, you know, the Gen Z kid's like, no, I think I might not be able to, like, ever walk again. And while the Gen Z kid didn't give a lot of specific details about their condition, well, because the condition didn't exist, no one really questioned it. Because why would you go about questioning someone who literally wheels in with a wheelchair? I don't know about you, but probably the first thing that would come out of my mouth would be like, hey, dude, like, if there's anything I can do to help you, let me know. Not... I don't believe it. I think you're faking your dis- like your disorder. Like that is not something that you'll hear coming out of my mouth. And so everyone was very just like, oh my God, like I'll let me help you. A bunch of kids got up to like make way. Every kid basically said, you can take my seat, like whatever. Like, oh, I'll move my desk out of the way. Don't even worry about it, blah, blah, blah. All this kind of stuff. Everyone was being as good as they possibly could be to the Gen Z kid, giving the Gen Z kid a copious amount of attention. Little did they know they were all falling into the Gen Z kid's plot. The plan that was meticulous, well, not very meticulously, you know, planned out because as you'll see, the Gen Z kid, you know, got, got the karma that they deserved because they made a massive mistake and exposed themselves, but that will be happening, happening a little later on. So, you know, stick around for a second. It's worth it. But anyways, yeah, for a little while, everyone is just like giving the Gen Z kid the utmost attention, being like, whatever you need, whatever you want, we got you. However, as the days and soon weeks went on, one thing was very clear. The Gen Z kid was definitely using it to their advantage. One thing I will say is that most of the classmates didn't really care about this because if someone is, you know, genuinely comes in, you know, with a life-changing disability, then you will accommodate it for them. However, some classmates, including Ryan, were starting to believe that it just felt a little bit strange that the Gen Z kid all of a sudden was asking for people to do their homework or you know, to go do, man, like, certain tasks that you didn't really need legs to do. Obviously, no one really questioned it at the time and just believed that, you know, the stress of completely changing someone's situation was enough to, you know, just, you know what, they are going through enough right now, let me lighten the burden. Very, you know, reasonable thing to believe. However, this is where things began to, like, people weren't suspicious, but they were become, they were beginning to become almost suspicious to the, a little bit, a little bit. And also, the big thing is no one outwardly wanted to admit that they were suspicious because it just seemed like a really, I don't know, not a great thing. I mean, your classmate is going through a very difficult situation, according to them. I mean, they literally roll in with a wheelchair all of a sudden. You're not going to, your first assumption is not going to be, oh, they're faking it. Your first assumption is going to be like, oh my God, like that's terrible. What can I do for you? Yeah, however, um, Ryan was with his friend one Friday night, like two weeks after the whole, you know, Gen Z kid rolls in in a wheelchair, and he's having, like, a sleepover, and it's, like, you know, late at night. I don't know if you guys ever had these, but these were my favorite parts of sleepovers as a child. Basically, the late-night conversations with the boys or girls or whatever, right? But spe specifically, from my experience, the late-night conversation with the boys, right? You've already played your video games. You've already gone out. You've already got done stuff. And you're basically just staying up later than you tell your parents you're actually staying up. And you're just, like, you know, around by a flashlight or whatever. And then you just have really deep and meaningful conversations. Or just, like, the most interesting conversations that last way, way into the night. So Ryan was having one of those conversations. And he's like... 
I have a thought that's like kind of like bad, but like I don't know how to go about it. Obviously, when someone says that, there's a lot of things that they could be saying. So Ryan's friend's like, oh, what do you mean by that? And Ryan's like, don't judge me by this, but like, can you hear me out? So Ryan's friend will call him Ben is like, sure, whatever. Like, just tell me it's it's cool. I'll, I'll use the caveat of like, I'm not going to like go crazy if you say something weird. Right. And he's basically like, look, I know this might be bad of me to say, but I'm a little suspicious of the Gen Z kid. It just feels like I look, they might actually like, I, I'm not saying that they're not disabled, but I'm also, it just seems weird how they're going about it. Like, it seems as if like they're asking people to do their homework when that doesn't make sense that they're disabled. Like I understand asking people to go get their books or to move their books from class to class, but it just, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. And also the fact that the teacher never got a note from the parent, like that just doesn't make sense to me either. Like I'm not saying that they're faking it. And it's funny because Ben didn't have a shocked look on his face. Ben didn't have a disgusted look on his face. Ben kind of had a very blank look, a blank look of kind of like, keep going. And I'm going to agree with you. So by the time that Ryan was done telling Ben about his kind of like his deep personal thoughts that you would only tell someone at like the very late nights of the boys sleepover mid deep conversation, right? Kind of very exposing himself and where, you know, he kind of part of him was afraid that Ben was going to be like, how dare you say these things? Like our classmate is going through such a difficult time, whatever, right? But Ben is just kind of silent. And there's like a couple seconds of silence until Ben breaks the silence by telling Ryan, like, hey, man, like, I've been kind of thinking the same thing, but there's no way I could possibly say anything. So then they're both kind of more free to speak, and they start going on about all the anomalies and all the inconsistencies with what's going on. So at this point, the Gen Z kid has not completely exposed themselves. The Gen Z kid has not done the, has, okay, and later on in the story, the Gen Z kid exposes themselves so bad and exposes themselves in front of every single person. And it's so clear and so obvious that it almost proves karma's true. So stick around for that. But up until this point, the Gen Z kid has been fairly good about their act. However, there are a few inconsistencies. The things that are becoming annoying is the fact that the Gen Z kid is asking for more and more for people to do, which look, it's understandable. If you come in with some disability that makes life harder for you, then it is kind of expected for your community to, to kind of step up, especially if you ask. For example, I can only imagine, you know, maybe carrying a backpack from class to class or a bunch of heavy books when you're in a wheelchair would be difficult. Um, so asking a classmate to help you out in that department is not unreasonable or ridiculous or anything like that. However, asking classmates to do homework or like, you know, people would bring in their own food and the Gen Z kid would like roll over to them, give them big puppy eyes and be like, man, it's been so hard ever since I've been in this wheelchair. Can I have your cookie? Like very obvious emotional manipulation, like very blatant stuff that seems to be almost using the fact that they're in a wheelchair to kind of get stuff out of them. And I don't know about you, but I feel like people who actually have that, you know, disabilities and stuff like that wouldn't use it like that. It's something that they actually have to live with. Obviously, the Gen Z kid doesn't understand the gravity of, you know, the situation that they're basically cosplaying as, right? Because they don't actually live it. So anyways, if you made it this far into the video, comment share down below. We'll make that the secret word of the day. And while you're down in the comment section commenting share, make sure to check out the pinned comment because in the pinned comment, there's a link to my Spotify account in which I upload these stories as podcasts. Feel free to listen to them on there as it also helps me out. And also the second link in the pinned comment is a link to my second channel 
uh, Connor stories in which I upload, which I read stories not from you guys submitting it to me, but from Reddit. Please subscribe to that channel as it is newer, and you know it. Your views will go so much farther because it's such a small channel. Anyways, let's get back to it. So, Ryan and Ben both have similar suspicions, and so Ryan decides that he wants to do a little bit of investigative work. So anyways, uh, the students are picked up after school every day. Some kids walk home, but a lot of them are picked up. Ryan knows that, you know, the Gen Z kid doesn't, you know, Ryan doesn't know exactly where the Gen Z kid lives, right? However, Ryan also knows that the Gen Z kid doesn't walk home from school, or I guess would wheel back home from school at this point. So, you know, I mean, if you're in a wheelchair, you're definitely not going to wheel like 25 minutes unless you're like, that's your life and you're trying to do it for exercise. I don't know, right? I don't know. But Ryan knows that this kid doesn't walk home from school. So Ryan knows that they must be picked up. So Ryan, while not necessarily expecting anything, is just curious. So Ryan walks home from school. So he kind of has all the time in the world that, to get back. Obviously, if he waits an hour, his mom will be nervous and concerned and be like, where have you been, etc. whatever, right? However, right, Ryan decides to basically follow the Gen Z kid somewhere, right? And the Gen Z kid kind of like, you know, wheels out of class. And Ryan is like very sneakily kind of like following them while being kind of far away, while not being too far away, and watches as they, they don't go out the main exit. Because one thing he noticed was the Gen Z kid basically disappeared after school and it was very weird. I mean, Ryan thought that, oh, they must have gotten picked up early or maybe they just got picked up somewhere else or something like that. Never really thought about it, but he's like, you know, I don't know, there's just inconsistencies with their story, and I just want to watch, right? He wasn't sure what he was looking for, he just knew that he was looking for something, and something he did find. So anyways, sure enough, the Gen Z kid rolls, instead of going out the front door, goes out the back door, which is just very weird, right? Very weird. And uh, starts, like, in, in, in Ryan, very carefully, right? He has to be very careful following her because he doesn't want to get exposed, right? Or doesn't want, he, he wants to catch her in, in the natural act if she's doing anything, right? So he watches and he, and he follows behind her. And the Gen Z kid is like wheels out the back door and Ryan sneaks out the back door, wheels down like a one street, right? And then there's this weird place. There's this like old garage, a big garage that would have all these like, has like bicycles and old rusted out equipment. It almost seemed to be abandoned, but sometimes people just store stuff in there. And the Gen Z kid wheels into the garage. This is very, very strange behavior. So Ryan, while making sure that he's not gonna get exposed, still follows behind closely. That's when, the, that's when Ryan sees something completely shocking. I mean, it's not as if he didn't see this coming, but he also didn't see this specifically coming. The Gen Z kid, walks out of the barn. Listen to me again. The Gen Z kid walks out of the barn. The Gen Z kid does not wheel out of the barn. The Gen Z kid walks out of the barn. Yes. The Gen Z kid wheels into this barn, a garage type thing, and then walks out of it without a wheelchair. Ryan watches as the Gen Z kid, right, once again, like, walks out and then, like, kind of looks in both directions to make sure no one notices and kind of, like, runs down the street to where, you know, their mom is like idling in their car. I can't assume what, I don't actually know the details, and by I, I mean Ryan does not know the actual details, but Ryan would love to believe that the mom doesn't know any better. Ryan would love to believe that the mom is not implicit on, you know, their, you know, child's, uh, you know, games, right, to get attention using other people's suffering. 
what might have happened was that the child's like, I don't want to be picked up uh, in front of everyone. It gives me anxiety or something. Like, please pick me up here. Please, mom, please. It's like, doctor says you have to do, I don't know, maybe some kind of guilt trip or something like that. And the mom's like, okay, you know, when I was a teenager, I was kind of weird too, so I'm just not going to question it. So Ryan immediately calls up his friend Ben once the Gen Z kid drives away. And he's like, Ben. And Ben's like, what's up, dude? He's like, Ben, you're not going to believe what happened. And so Ryan explains everything. And Ben is dead silent the entire time. You know someone's really interested in every detail of a story when they don't say a single thing. Like, when I like a story, I might pipe in a little bit and be like, dang, bro, like, that's crazy. But when I'm really, really locked in, I don't say a word. And Ben was the same. And by the end of it, Ben was like, someone's got exposure, bro. And Ben was, ben was being serious. He was like, this is like unethical behavior. And someone's got to put an end to this. So Ben and Ryan meet up after school and they meet up at Ryan's house and they're just sitting in Ryan's room and they're just kind of like trying to contemplate like, okay, how do we go about this? How do we like, how can we do this? Because like, we can't just like go up to her in school and like push her out of the wheelchair. Cause like, I don't know, she might fake it and be like, oh my God. And then we'd actually be expelled, right? Uh, We need to figure out a way to catch her in the act. We can't question her. And that's when Ryan's like, I got it. Assuming that she, you know, does the same thing every single day, uh, I was able to secretly follow her before, I should be able to secretly follow her again. And Ben's like, all right, that's genius. Just make sure to record it this time. So sure enough, right, the next day comes around. And once again, you know, the Gen Z kid wheels out in the back hallway, right? So Ryan decides that he is going to record the entire thing. So he starts recording and follows her out. So Ryan does what he did the last day, following the Gen Z kid as they wheel out in the back of the school, go out like down the street, go down a couple streets to the abandoned kind of like garage warehouse type area, wheel into it and then walk out of it. But unlike last time, this time he's recorded the whole thing. He makes sure that he's recording, he makes sure the audio is good, he makes sure that, you know, I mean, he's sneaking around while recording, so it's not going to be the best video, but especially in the most damning moments, aka when they walk in, or they wheel in and walk out, he's making sure that he makes sure that that is very, very clear, and that is very, very, like, that is, like, the video is not shaky at this point. So afterwards, you know, the same thing happens again, they walk into the car and drive off, Ryan calls up his friend Ben, and Ben's like, well, how did it go? And Ryan sends him the, the, the video. And after watching it, Ben's like, all right, wow. Like, this is actually, like, bulletproof evidence right here. So they don't know exactly how to go about doing this. Um, they think, okay, well, maybe we could send it to the teachers or whatever. Maybe, whatever, we could keep this really quiet. Maybe we could send it to the Gen Z kid and be like, we know that you're faking it. Like, you need to, like, stop doing this and give them the benefit, give them the courtesy to be like, oh guys, I'm actually okay now, thank you so much, whatever. But no, Ryan and Ben decided that, you know what, the, the, the Gen Z kid did not give any courtesy or any, they, the Gen Z kid was not polite. The Gen Z kid did not give courtesy to the people who actually suffer with this stuff. The Gen Z kid did not actually, you know, care or give like, you know, any credit, like, I, I don't know. They just felt like, you know what, no, like, The Gen Z kid deserves to be torched for this, basically. Not literally, guys. Come on now. But so they decide that what they're going to do is instead of going to the teachers of the Gen Z kid themselves, they are going to disseminate this video across social media and not like try and get a viral TikTok, but at least try and get it on everybody's private Snapchat story. Try and get it like pushed around try and get it sent to every group chat in the frickin grade. 
And they do so pretty easily. So they text up a bunch of guys and a bunch of girls that they know and be like, look, you know the Gen Z kid, here is proof that they're not actually like disabled and they're faking it the whole time. And sure enough, the video spreads like wildfire. And by the end of the night, I'd say 90% of the kids in school have seen the video and 98% know about the video if they have at least have, they, about 98% at least know about the video. So by the next day, when the Gen Z kid wheels into school, everybody's just staring at them with this look of like, I know the truth. For some reason, I think the Gen Z kid just didn't know that the video was circulating. Or even if the Gen Z kid did learn about it, I guess they decided to stick to the lie and just wheel into school, assuming that, you know, no one would actually confront them if they were in a wheelchair. Yes, yeah, so to say the least, uh, people stopped doing what the Gen Z kid said. When the Gen Z kid was like trying to get attention, trying to get people to do stuff, people ignored them. And uh, yeah, eventually the video actually made its way to the principal's office slash the faculty staff. And the faculty staff suspended the Gen Z kid for an entire week. I mean, it's totally understandable. And uh, after the entire week, the Gen Z kid had to walk to the front of class, or not the front of class, but the front of everyone, because they had they had week they had like bi-monthly meetings or whatever where they'd all come together as an entire school. And the Gen Z kid had to walk on stage, yeah, not wheel on stage, walk on stage and give a public apology, and was also forced to meet with someone who actually lives like completely disabled from the waist down to learn about the true struggle. It was a very harsh punishment, but it definitely fits the crime. How's it going everyone? Today we have a story of one of the cringiest Gen Z kids of all time. Basically, this Gen Z kid takes an IQ test, believes that he's genuinely a genius, and then starts to berate everyone else. And then he does a whole host of some of the craziest things you have ever heard. So sit back, relax, subscribe if you're new, leave a like on the video to claim you free nothing, and let's jump right into it. So we're going to call the subscriber who submitted today's story, James. Anyways, right, James is a freshman in high school, and in his class, there's a kid who we're going to call the Gen Z kid. And when I say Gen Z kid, I don't mean someone literally in Gen Z. It's kind of just a term given to people that spend all of their life on TikTok, that, you know, you know, cancel people on Twitter, that just do a lot of dumb stuff like that. Everyone, it doesn't mean just because you're in a certain generation, just to be clear. Anyways, though, this story all starts one day when the Gen Z kid does one of those IQ tests you find online. So if you don't know, uh, you can actually get like a, a official IQ test. And an IQ test is only so good for certain things. It'll, it'll figure out pretty good how good you are at solving problems, but intelligence has a bajillion factors in it and you can't just take one test and really decide how smart you are just based off of that. And also, those online tests, a lot of them are BS and made up. And a lot of them are just trying to get you to click so that you'll watch the advertisements on their website. Anyways, though, so sure enough, one day in class, the Gen Z kid clicks on one of these, like, it's just, like, on TikTok, and gets, like, one of those, like, TikTok ad whatever things for, like, how smart are you really, whatever, right? So the Gen Z kid clicks on the IQ test and proceeds to take it. The thing is, though, that uh, none of the other subscribers, that the subscriber James and all the other people in the Gen Z kids class was aware of was that the Gen Z kid literally just put in the answers randomly. It was really, it was, it, one, it was a pretty fake IQ test. It was like 
10 questions, right? It was 10 questions long. So like an actual IQ test would probably have a lot more questions. The questions would be a lot more difficult. But even though this was only 10 questions long and the questions were probably just like, oh, is this the color red? And then it shows the color red. The Gen Z kids still completely randomly guessed these questions, which would be revealed later on to James, the subscriber and everyone else. But basically after spamming in these questions, hitting submit on the IQ test, it came back with like, 10 out of 10 questions answered correctly, which is actually statistically pretty impressive um, to get them all randomly correct. Maybe this website just told you everything was correct anyways, and labeled them with the score of intellectual genius, genius level IQ, or whatever you want to say. So look, the Gen Z kid who believes everything that they see on TikTok anyways, imagine they see an IQ test calling them an actual genius. So one, do you think that the Gen Z kid believes that, okay, well, I took an IQ test, right? And I put in the answers randomly and it was a sketchy website that I found on TikTok. Maybe, just maybe, I'm not actually a genius. Or two, do you believe that the Gen Z kid, you know, saw the site, it said genius, and believes I'm actually smarter than Einstein. I am actually a genius. I am the smartest man on planet Earth, and I will let everyone know and berate them because they are not as highly intelligent as I am, or I see myself to be. If you guys answered the first one, well then, you know, you're a good person, you think the best in everyone else, but if you guys answered the second one, you might be a bit more cynical, but you are correct. Sure enough, the Gen Z kid, right, uh, they, they see this, right? They see this, this result that they did so well on this IQ test. And they immediately light up, right? Because now they've always thought they're always a little narcissistic, right? You know, it's a lot of a lot of TikTok, a lot of Gen Z just tend to be a little bit narcissistic. I mean, it's kind of the environment that we put ourselves in. But now it's like it's all been justified in this kid's head. Like, oh, my God, I actually am a genius. I actually am the smartest man on planet Earth. I need to let everyone else know. So this is where the subscriber who we're calling James really starts to play a role in the story. So a little later in class, James, they're put into groups. The very beginning was like 10 minutes of lecture or whatever, and that's when the Gen Z kid put, um, uh, basically put their, uh, you know, did the IQ test, right? And then about 10 minutes after, they're like, teacher's like, all right, we're going to put you in random groups. And James, the subscriber, was grouped up with the Gen Z kid. So basically, they go into a group. And, uh, you know, Jane's a subscriber. It's like a very basic project or whatever, but it was a math class. So they were like, all right, class, like, we just learned this new topic yesterday. I went over it today earlier, and now try and solve this problem in groups. So in the group, you know, the Gen Z kid, James, and two other kids sit down. And immediately, the Gen Z kid is like, hi, like, I just want to let you know that I should be leading this problem because I'm actually a genius. And, uh... So everyone kind of looks at him, and like James looks at him, everyone kind of gives him this really weird look, because I don't know about you, but just going around calling yourself a genius is kind of a weird thing to do. So yeah, the Gen Z kid is like, yeah, I don't want any of you simpletons ruining this problem for me. Which like, bro, what do you mean ruining this problem for me? Like, if they get the wrong answer, it's not even a big deal. This isn't like graded. This is just putting the teachers just putting people into groups so that, you know, if people don't understand it as well, they might be able to lean on their classmates and maybe two classmates that almost understand it are able to put their brains together to come up with the right solution. Not that it's graded and that everyone else who was in a quote unquote genius like the Gen Z kid believes that he is is going to suffer some sort of, like, I don't know, consequence because, like, they mess it up or whatever. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty strange. 
So basically, right, um, uh, the, the kids in the group were like, okay, bro, like, whatever. James, the subscriber, also kind of didn't care because James is like, okay, well, it's not like I want to do this math problem. It's pretty early in the morning. I don't totally know what's going on. So, yeah, not actually a huge deal that, you know, the Gen Z kid is like, oh, I gotta, I gotta be like, I don't know, I, I, I gotta make sure that, uh, you know, I, I do the problem because you guys are gonna mess it up or whatever. Like, it's just genuinely not that big of a deal. So, sure enough, you know, the Gen Z kid starts to, like, hack away the problem or whatever, right? And uh, completely messes it up because it's not like the Gen Z kid has ever been paying attention in class because they're preoccupied with their uh, their studies, their studies in TikTok usage, bro. And you know who the test, the, the one person in their study is? Themselves. So yeah, sure enough, uh, the Gen Z kid says, oh yeah, the answer is going to be 28. And uh, the funny thing too, like this was a type of math problem where there was like, the answer wasn't just purely a number. It was like, uh, y equals 48 plus 10x or something like that. So when the Gen Z kid just says, oh, the answer is 28, like, I think someone in the group, it wasn't James, but it was someone else in the group, was like, hey, man, uh, the answer has to be Y equals MX, has to be in, like, Y equals MX plus B format. And the Gen Z kid's like, are you questioning my genius authority? Do you really think that a genius like me would mess up a problem like this? And, uh, well, yeah, I guess, because you're wrong, bro. But anyways, yeah, so the kid in the group that wasn't the subscriber was like, okay. Like, I don't know, man. It's like, you don't really want to fight these people. You don't really want to, like, it, you know, yeah, they can be ignorant. They can be annoying. But also, because they're both ignorant and annoying, like, what's the point? Genuinely, what's the point in fighting these people to try and convince them that they're wrong when they are so full of themselves and truly believe that they are always, no matter what, in the right? Yeah. So, uh... Sure enough, eventually the teacher's like, okay, well, uh, guys, like, I've given you 10 minutes to do this problem. That should be ample enough time. If you didn't finish it, don't worry about it. You know, this wasn't graded or anything. Let me go over the solution on the board. So the Gen Z kid is sitting in their chair, super smug, super like, oh, yes, I already know the answer because my genius intellect solved it in 0.1 milliseconds, when in reality, I think they just, you know, pulled a random answer out of their butt and assumed since they are a self-proclaimed genius that it must be correct. So, uh, yeah, the teacher goes on the board, solves the problem, and the answer is like y equals 2 plus 48x. I don't know, something like that. It is not in the form, it one, it's not the answer the Gen Z kid gave, gave, but it's not even in the right form, right? It's a completely different format. So the Gen Z kid raises their hand, and the teacher, you know, expecting questions as this is new material, is like, hey, like, Gen Z kid, like, what's up? The Gen Z kid is like, teacher, I believe you made a mistake. And, you know, everyone looks at him like, okay. Because, look, here's the thing. Teachers sometimes make mistakes. Actually, all the time they make mistakes when they're writing on the board. However, most of the time they're kind of like clerical errors. They're really small errors that don't really matter, but it's good to correct them just in case a kid gets confused. For example, in math class, and I take some pretty hard, you know, calc series, linear algebra, discrete math, stuff like that. I've, I've taken some pretty difficult math classes. The teachers are always almost right with the topics that they're teaching, but sometimes they'll, like, add 25 and, like, 14 wrong together. Like, sometimes they'll just add two numbers wrong together on the board, and someone will politely raise their hand, point it out, and then the teacher's like, oh, yeah, my fault. Apparently, when you're, like, teaching or whatever, you can do those, like, small math mistakes that just happen a lot more often. And it's a good idea to point those out so that people that are, like, barely following don't put down, like, because they're going to write down what's written on the board verbatim and then probably read back and try and understand it. Making those small corrections can actually help out a lot. 
However, it is a totally different thing when a student raises their hand and basically accuses the teacher of being wrong with the base material. This can happen, and I've seen it happen before, but it's a lot more rare, and obviously in the Gen Z kids case, uh, no, the teacher's right on this. So the teacher's like, oh, did I like add something wrong? Which is a fair response, because the teacher knows that they're doing it fundamentally correctly, but you know, is open to the fact that they might have added, made addition, like little, little mistakes like that. They're very open to the fact that they might have made those mistakes. But the Gen Z kid is like, well, actually, teacher, the answer is 28. And the teacher looks at him's like, 28 what? Because remember, this was, I think this was like solving a linear equation or something. So it's like, you need it to be in y equals mx plus b form, or I don't know, you could have a few more formats, but you can't just have like 28. That's not an answer that works at all in any situation. Yeah, so the Gen Z kid then goes on to explain that the teacher has done the entire problem wrong and that the answer is actually 28. The teacher fires back saying that, no, they did not do the entire answer wrong, as the answer can't just be 28 by itself. It needs to be associated. First of all, it needs to be y equals format, and that also this was not a flat line, so it wasn't going to be y equals 28 or something like that. The teacher says it has to have an x component because it's like, you know, it's a function. It's not just a stand. It's not you're just solving for one thing. It's like it's a function, right? Uh, so sure enough, the, uh, the, the kid, the Gen Z kid, um, since they believe that they are actually a genius, says, well, actually, I don't know that you should be fighting with me because I recently did an IQ test and it scored me as an actual genius. So the whole class kind of looks at the Gen Z kid. I think some of them thought that the, the Gen Z kid actually, like, did really take an IQ test and did really get, like, I don't know, 140, 120, I don't know, something really good. And uh, some of them were like, whoa, because remember, freshman high school, who even knows? Other kids were pretty skeptical. Um, some of them thought that the Gen Z kid was flat out lying. Others thought that they were wildly exaggerating and uh, something along those lines. So the teacher's like, well, okay, I don't know that much about IQ tests. I also don't really know, uh, you know, how much that has to do with anything because I can tell you that what you did was incorrect. That's not how you answer this. You might have the largest IQ in the world, but this is math and this is how it's done. And I'm sure I'm going to get some, like, PhD math student from Stanford in the comments going, well, actually, there are multiple dimensions, dude. Okay, for the sake of this video... No, <laughs> right? For the, for the sake of this video, what I say goes. Anyways, so the Gen Z kid uh, is like, well, you shouldn't fight with someone with such a high IQ, like Mr. Whatever. Like, you should really just bow down and accept what I say, because you know what? I'm probably right. And I think the teacher was just having a bad day, because I think in most cases, this teacher, and probably other teachers in most cases, would just, like, chalk this up to a kid being a little jerk, being like a little twerp or whatever, and just kind of ignore it and move on, be like, haha, funny, whatever, and just kind of ignore it. Maybe some teachers would, like, penalize the kid, but uh, this teacher decides to go full savage mode. Bro actually decides that, you know, he's like, all right, well then, uh, let's actually see. So the, the, the teacher's like, all right, so did he do an IQ test online? And the kid's like, uh, yeah. So the teacher, like, goes into Google, types up IQ test, and pulls up an IQ test. And the teacher's like, you know what, um, we're gonna sell, solve this debate, whoever gets a higher score is right. Which is completely crazy. Like, I, I don't fully side with the teacher on this one either. Yeah, so, uh, I don't know. I can't really get behind the teacher on this. I think it's pretty immature, but I think the teacher was just genuinely having a bad day. 
And also the teacher was kind of risking something since these IQ tests, a lot of them are kind of like problem-based solve, like puzzles or whatever. And there's a decent chance that the teacher is genuinely much better at mathematics, but just happens to score less on this IQ test. And then he really did put up like, oh, if you score higher than me, then you're actually correct. But the whole class is kind of like getting really interested because they would never expect their teacher to say something like this. So the Gen Z kid's like, fine, okay, let's do it. And uh, yeah, basically what happens next is the teacher and the Gen Z kid both do the IQ tests and then the results are shown live in front of the whole class. Completely ridiculous. But in the meantime, I'd like you to, one second, comment down below IQ test. In the comment section down below, that'll be the secret word of the day. And while you're in the comment section, make sure to check out the pinned comment as there is a link to my Spotify page in which, I, in which I upload these stories as podcasts on there, as well as a link to two other channels which I post on daily. Please subscribe to both of them to help me out. Anyways, let's get back to it. And of course, leave a like in the video to claim your free nothing. Of course, man, you already know. So yeah, sure enough, the teacher pulls it up. And I think the Gen Z kid was probably quaking a little bit in their boots. Like they were probably a little bit nervous for this. But they were putting up a front. They were putting up this look of like, oh, yeah, I totally know what's going on right now. Like, uh, I, I'm not even worried since I'm actually a genius, right? So sure enough, the teacher pulls up an IQ test. Probably just one that they got from online. And once again, I do need to point out that there are probably some errors in this method of, uh, you know, approaching this problem, right? There's definitely better ways to go about this. And I don't think looking online and looking up IQ test and then after doing so, just like, I don't know, I, I don't think that's the best way to go about it. Not the best method to approach this. However, I will also say that who cares? This is pretty funny. So the teacher pulls up an IQ test and uh, basically goes on the, sp the kid's laptop and uh, says to one of the students, hey, make sure he doesn't cheat, like watch him. Because I, I don't know, I think this, the Gen Z kid probably would have like typed up every question into Google or whatever and just needed someone to monitor. So the teacher goes behind their desk and uh, starts taking the test and instructs the Gen Z kid to take the test as well. There was like 30 questions, which is once again kind of ridiculous that the teacher decided to use class time to do their little, basically, uh, basically dunk it on this kid in front of everyone, which is kind of a waste of time, but a funny story nonetheless. So I'll continue with it. But sure enough, the Gen Z kid starts, you know, typing up their answers. So, uh, yeah, anyways, guess who the kid who is instructed to watch the Gen Z kid is? Yes, James, the subscriber. So James watches as the Gen Z kid opens up the IQ test, and it's time, so they're supposed to take about 20 minutes to do it, um, and goes through the questions and uh, clicks randomly. Once again, uh, the Gen Z kid finishes within three minutes which he, that Gen Z kid is like, done. And the teacher's like, okay, if you really don't want to use that time, go ahead. I think for a second, maybe a split mere millisecond, the teacher was a little bit concerned thinking, oh my God, wait, is this kid actually a genius? Like maybe I am wrong. However, uh, yeah, the kid was not a genius. The kid just put in random answers. And James kind of looks at his classmates with a look of like, what? to kind of signal that the Gen Z kid was uh, doing something a little strange, which he was. He was just putting in random answers, and, uh, well, I mean, he did get the, you know, I don't know, I guess he got what he wanted, so maybe it wasn't too strange. But, uh, yeah, so sure enough, eventually the teacher's done too. And the teacher's like, okay, uh, don't hit submit yet. Um, like, give me your computer. And so the Gen Z kid hands over the computer to the teacher. The teacher, you know, puts both computers, like, on the screen or whatever, and uh, decide, hits, like, submit on both of them, and the teacher has a little smirk on their face, kind of indicating that the teacher is somewhat happy with the results of this IQ test, which, uh, 
however you see, that's however you see it. Anyways, right. So sure enough, uh, the teacher continues to be like, all right, well, uh, as I said, I will screen share the results to everyone and we can finally come to a conclusion on who is correct. Which, once again, there's a lot of issues with the way that the teacher went about this, I'm not going to lie. And also, an IQ test will not show who's correct, as, you know, the Gen Z kid could have potentially randomly guessed perfectly for 30 out of 30 questions. That is very, 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 very statistically unlikely, um, and I think the teacher was kind of aware of that, but, uh, yeah. You could kind of tell that the teacher was kind of rubbing it in the Gen Z's face without even uh, showing the score yet, as the teacher was like, well, I'm glad we did this so you guys can really, for once and for all, know if you can trust me or not. Because at this point, the teacher knows the results of both the tests. So yeah, sure enough, you know, the uh, teacher shows the first test result. And the IQ test is the first result from when the teacher did the IQ test, and I think the teacher got like a above average score. Teacher didn't score in as a genius or whatever, but it says, congratulations, we estimate, remember, the online tests are pretty BS, so take this with a grain of salt. But, uh, oh, we estimate your IQ is 115 or whatever. You are in the 80th percentile. I took that out of my butt. That might be completely wrong, but it's probably close to being correct. Anyways, and the teacher's like, okay, well, that's my result. Let's see what the result of the Gen Z kid is. So now the teacher screen shares the, the computer of the Gen Z kid and, like, reveals the results. The results say, you scored, like, a 60 IQ, you are profoundly stupid, or something like that. And, uh, like, you scored in the bottom 10% of people. We don't know how you're functioning in society with an IQ like that. Good luck make getting a job. Okay, I don't think it said all that, but that was basically what it's implying. So, the Gen Z kid, I don't think, actually deserved a score like that, but remember, they randomly chose all 30 answers. So in the first time, randomly choosing got them a genius score on their IQ test. But in the second time, it got them a, like, lowest possible score possible, because guess what? When there are, like, four to five answers per question, and there's 30 questions, and you guess randomly on each question, the odds of you doing well are just so incredibly low. If you guys are stats majors and want to give me the exact answer in the comments, you can... I'm not doing that in my head. I barely remember. I took stats a while ago. It's been a second. Also, I think we did that in discrete math, but it's been a second. So yeah, the Gen Z kid's reaction to this is just pure silence. Because the Gen Z kid just, I mean, you can't come back from this, basically. Like, the Gen Z kid might be like, oh, you messed with the results. But then James, the subscriber, would be like, nope, uh, he did not mess with the results. Or the Gen Z kid could be like, oh, this, this way of doing it is stupid. And then, you know, they'd be asked, okay, well, then how did you determine that you were a genius? And the Gen Z kid would have to be like, uh, an online test, right? So the Gen Z kid was just silent, basically admitting defeat. And the teacher's like, well, then. We can proceed with class after because of this whole debacle has been solved and finished. Today we get the story time of the cringiest Gen Z kid ever who tries to go viral on TikTok by licking the most disgusting places around school. This kid does some of the grossest stuff ever and ends up getting so ill in the final period that he has that day that he has to go to the actual hospital. This is a pretty crazy story, so sit back, relax, subscribe if you're new, leave a like on the video to claim your free nothing, and let's jump into it. So we're going to call the subscriber who submitted today's story, Luke. So anyways, right, there was a kid in Luke's class who we're just going to call the Gen Z kid. And sometimes people get mad at me being like, Connor, like, oh, maybe he's not actually in Gen Z. Oh, you're in Gen Z too. Dude, I know that. 
I'm not calling him a Gen Z kid necessarily because he is in the genera- he is like from Gen Z. I'm calling him a Gen Z kid because of his obsession with TikTok, canceling people on Twitter. You already know how it is. This kid needed to go viral on TikTok. No, he didn't want to. He physically needed to. Bro acted like he got a doctor's prescription that he needed to go viral or he would actually pass away. So, uh, yeah, and he, the Gen Z kid decided that he was going to go viral, and the way that he was going to go viral was going to be he was going to do something stupid, he was going to record it and post it on TikTok. So anyways, right, uh, some of the boys were just hanging out. Uh, Luke, the subscriber, was chilling with them, and that's when the Gen Z kid comes up to them. He's like, guys, you don't want to miss this. And, you know, whenever someone comes up to you and says, you don't want to miss this, you know, I don't know about you, but I'm definitely, I'm definitely coming out to see what's up. I'm definitely like, uh, I'm definitely trying to figure out what, what, what's good. You know, if I don't want to miss it, then, man, I don't want to miss it. And so obviously the guys are like, yo, what's up? And the Gen Z kid was basically said like, hey, I'm going to be like recording this TikTok and I'm going to go around and I, I'm going to lick like really gross stuff. And Luke's like, dude, what? Don't do that. And the Gen Z kid's like, dude, no, I'm going to be, I'm going to be famous on TikTok, bro. I'm going to be rich, which like, by the way, uh, being famous on TikTok does not correlate to being rich at all. You make like $1 per hundred billion views on there. So yeah, good luck, bro. Yeah. So anyways, right. Sure enough that, you know, everyone's like, all right, well, we do have to go see this. And Luke is like, says to the Gen Z kid one more time, he's like, bro, I'm telling you, this is a bad idea because I don't know about you, but like going around looking random stuff in a gross middle school height, like a, a gross middle school or high school. Or I don't know if they were middle school or high school. It was either I, Luke didn't tell me specifically, but I'm going to guess it was either late high middle school, like eighth grade or something, or maybe like freshman in high school. This is definitely freshman type behavior, if you know what I mean. So yeah, just think about it for a second. This kid's probably going to go to the bathroom. He's probably going to lick on the floor. A lot of gross stuff. And I already told you in the intro, <laughs> he needs to go to the hospital for how bad it is. But anyways, Luke, you know, kind of begrudgingly goes along. I mean, he does want to see. Like, Luke's not going to... He tells me, don't make it sound like I'm actually an angel. I'm not a saint here. I definitely did want to see what was going to go down. Because, hey man, life at school apparently is kind of boring for Luke. So he's like, you know what? This is a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Hopefully it is once-in-a-lifetime and this doesn't happen again or he doesn't surround himself with people who do this again. But uh, yeah, so they go around and the first place that they go to is the boys' bathroom. So the Gen Z kid hands his phone over to one of the guys, not Luke, but one of the other guys, and says, start recording. So the other guy starts recording and Luke's like, what's up, guys? Uh, welcome back to a brand new TikTok. Uh, today... I'm going to be doing the lick everything challenge. By the way, that's not a challenge. And also, back when I used to do commentary videos, and I know a lot of my commentary channel friends, when it, it's, it seems like we've covered so many TikTok challenges, and I feel like every TikTok challenge ends up in something stupid, like the silhouette challenge where people were literally putting blank on the internet and not even realizing it, or like all these other challenges where people were like dying and stuff like, bro, stop. You don't want the TikTok cloud actually isn't that good, bro. It's not that good. I don't know. Do something normal. Go read a book. But anyways, right. So he's like, yeah, guys, we're going to be doing the lick everything challenge. And uh, the first thing I'm going to lick is the bathroom floor right next to the toilet, which all right. All right, man. I don't know if you guys have been. I, look, some of you guys might be homeschooled. So let me just tell you a little. Let me give you the sauce right now. The guy's bathroom in high school and middle school is so bad. Like, guys' bathroom is honestly one of the worst places ever, especially if you get it towards the end of the day. But even right after, it's like, I, I don't know, man. I swear, like, 
I get the cleaning staff clean it every single day. And honestly, shout out to the cleaning staff. They need to deal with the worst stuff and they get paid so little. So like shout out cleaning staff. But I swear, like I, I get there five minutes after the cleaning staff have gone in and some guys already peed all over the floor. How do you miss? Do you need to go to target practice, bro? Like seriously, what's going on right now? But yeah, anyways, right. So, uh, yeah, uh, one of the guys is recording as the Gen Z kid goes up to the toilet, and you guys might be thinking, okay, well, the floor of the bathroom is pretty gross, but, dude, I don't just mean anywhere on the floor. I mean right next to the toilet. Which, yeah, right next to the toilet is actually worse than anywhere else on the floor, because think about it, that's where people are missing when they're peeing. That's where if someone has an extra terrible number two time, they're gonna be they're gonna be missing a little bit. Oh, it's just so bad, bro. And especially right underneath the toilet, like the cleaning staff probably don't even clean the floors. They're probably more about cleaning uh, the toilet and obviously the toilet, the sink, and maybe they clean the floors like once a week or something. But even if they clean the floors, they're probably not scrubbing all around the toilet. Because, like, I don't know, man. Whenever I go into public bathrooms or high school bathrooms, it's always like the toilet seat underneath is so grimy. But thankfully, you don't have to sit on that or interact with it. But, yeah, the kid literally licks at that point. And, uh, you know, the, the guy's like, oh, man, I wasn't recording. The Gen Z kid's like, dude! And he's like, just kidding, just kidding. Which uh, would have been actually pretty funny if the kid wasn't recording at all. Like, imagine basically giving yourself chlamydia and the guy doesn't even give you, doesn't even record it so you can post on TikTok for 15 views or whatever. So anyways, right, you know, yeah, this is the first place they hit the guy's bathroom. It's awful. But uh, the challenge doesn't end yet because they're going to three locations, bro. So they start walking over. The Gen Z kid is leading them in a new direction. And at this point, like, the subscriber, Luke, isn't even sure if he wants to keep walking with these guys. Because he was, like, he's, like, I don't know, he's got a f relatively, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, e not easy stomach, but a, uh, like, he's queasy pretty easily. And after watching that, like, Luke almost had to run to one of the stalls to use it, bro, to throw up in. Because he just watched some kid lick the grimy-ass seat, bro. Oh, my God. Anyways, right, so yeah, sure enough, Luke is a little bit like, I don't know if I want to go, and uh, yeah, the, I almost called him the Minecraft kid, or the spoiled kid, the Gen Z kid brings them to the guy's locker room. If you guys have ever, if you guys are homeschooled, I'll give you the sauce again. Dude, guys' locker rooms are bad too. Maybe not as bad as like the toilet seat in the men's bathroom, but bro, guys' locker rooms, some of them are okay, but the school, at least Luke's, uh, the locker room at Luke's school... It was pretty bad, bro. Yeah, so anyways, right, sure enough, uh, once again, the Gen Z kid is like, hands his phone over to someone, this time to Luke, actually, is like, bro, record it. And Luke's like, dude, you don't have to do this. Like, you really don't have to. I think this is a bad idea. And the Gen Z kid's like, bro, I'm already in. Like, I've already started. I gotta finish. By the way, sunk cost fallacy right there, but whatever. Um... I'm not really necessarily expecting 8th graders to fully internalize the, the truths of, of the sunk cost fallacy, but whatever. Um, yeah, so he goes around, and he's like, hey, man, can you record? And, you know, Luke very begrudgingly is like, okay, sure. I mean, Luke didn't want to have him do it and not get a recording, right? Uh, I guess, I guess. So, yeah, sure enough, uh, you know, he's like, all right, guys, well, now we're in the boys' locker room. This place is pretty gross, and I'm going to lick this. And so Luke, or not Luke, sorry, the Gen Z kid goes into some kid's locker and, like, pulls out an actual dirty pair of underpants. And everyone was like, no, dude, don't. 
don't do it. Like, I don't know why now they were so, like, worried about him doing it when the kid literally was, you know, licking the toilet seat, looking, licking the floor in the guy's bathroom. Like, at that point, I would have been like, bro, it's not worth it. But now they all unanimously are like, no. But all the Gen Z kid does is he looks at Luke, and he's like, hey, bro, are you still recording? And Luke's like, uh, yeah. And yeah, I don't want to go into great detail, but he does end up licking the underwear. Super gross, super bad, you hate to see it. Everyone's like, oh my god. And Luke, like, actually has to close his eyes. It's so disgusting. Guys, please don't do this. Like, I, I, this has happened, like, not to me, I've not done this, okay, just for clarification. But, yeah, in high school, man, I definitely see stuff like this happening. Kids just, they just want attention, bro, and you think the best way to get attention is be to become kind of like a public spectacle. Also, if you're trying to, like, blow up online or do something or get famous or whatever, first of all, you don't want to be famous. You f having a following is totally fine. Like, I'm not famous, and I'm very happy where I'm at. I would not want to be like Charlie D'Amelio or something. But also, you're not going to have long-term fame or, like, business venture if you blow up at over being a clown. Like, the think about the people on TikTok that, like, I don't know, they went into the grocery store, licked the ice cream, and put it back. They got so much attention, like, an insane amount of attention. Where are they now? Yeah, you don't know because you didn't want to follow them for what they did. You were just looking at them because they were the public clown of the day. You don't want to be that, guys. So if you want to do something, put out something of value, put out something you enjoy, record your own story times if you want. I am totally fine if you nab everything I do. Seriously, I will, I will like, encourage you to do that if you want to try. But yeah, anyways, right, so the Gen Z kid almost looked completely unfazed, and he's like, all right, well, time to go to the final place. And at this point, everyone was like, dude, I don't even want to know where we're going. I don't even want to know, dude. Like, this is just so gross. And yeah, they were all like, dude, can we please stop? And like the Gen Z kid's like, no, guys, like I need someone to record it. Like at this point, like you've already done a little bit. Might as well help me go all the way, which, by the way, once again, sunk cost fallacy. Just because you start something doesn't mean you have to finish it, even if you've already started it and you put in time, money, whatever. Right. Because all you're going to do is put in more time, money or whatever. Right. So sure enough, um, especially if something's not worth it at the end. Anyways, right, so they're walking, and the Gen Z kid takes them outside. And at this point, like, there's just, at this point, there's just so many possible terrible things he could be doing that, like, I don't know, this, the subscriber Luke is like, please, please spare me from this. Yeah, so let me, got, let me give you guys a little bit of a hint. Um, so outside, dogs will be walked, and if you're not, like, a good pet owner, you will probably leave their number two sitting around, uh, as as a good pet owner, I always do my best to pick it up. You know, you got to pick it up with a bag or a scoop or whatever. Just good for the rest of your neighborhood, right? Uh, but let me just, that's that's your hint. And also, let's just do the secret word of the day right now. So you made it this far into the video, go ahead and comment uh, dog down below. And while you're down there, make sure if you haven't already to check out the pinned comment as there are two links, one to the Spotify page in which I upload all these stories as podcasts. Go help me out, and if you listen to Spotify, listen to these stories on there too. Follow me on there, and also subscribe to the other channel that's linked in the description. That is my Storytime Animated channel. I think I'll have another one out this week, but it's, yeah, I don't know. I got a lot of st stuff to do, man. We'll see. But I am posting basically weekly on there. Anyways, let's get back to it before I kind of diverge too much. Yeah, so anyways, right, uh... Sure enough, the Gen Z kid, you already, I, I'm not even going to go into great detail because I'm not trying to gross myself, I, myself out either. But anyways, he brings them outside. He brings them to the place where people normally let their dogs go do their business and not pick it up. At this point, Luke is like, no. 
no. And all the other kids were like, dude, no. And the Gen Z kid's like, guys, I need to do something crazy. I want to go viral on TikTok. I'm not going to go viral by, I don't know, licking the wall or licking a book. Like, that's not going to make me go viral, man. Do you, do you want me to be happy? Do you want me to be happy? Which arguably, uh, yes, they do because they don't want you to go to the actual hospital, which he, which he ends up having to go to, as you guys will see. Uh, so, you know, they wanted him to be happy. And also... There's no guarantee this video will blow up. I mean, honestly, like you could post one thing I like that's just true about a lot of social media platforms or just media platforms where you where you can publish. A lot of times you can make a video that's a lot better than someone else's, but someone else's will just get more attention. There's a lot of factors, but sometimes it's kind of just random. I mean, it really isn't random the more you look into it, but there is at least in the very beginning stages, there's a bit of luck involved. So you could put a billion years into one video and it might get 10 views. But uh, yeah, so this might even be for nothing as a little bit of a foreshadowing right there that it might all be for nothing. But I don't want to divulge exactly how much for nothing it actually was. So yeah, sure enough, the guy's like, I need you to record me right now. Yeah, so one of the guys recorded him, you know, licking something that comes out of a dog, but bleh, right. And uh, Luke, he's just turning away. For all Luke knows, honestly, even though he saw the video afterwards, uh, for all Luke would have known, he didn't do it because Luke wasn't even paying attention. He turned around. He knew that Luke was like, I'm actually going to have to run to the bathroom and puke if I watch this. This is so disgusting. Which, guys, let me just tell you a little something. In evolution, or like we've evolved, right, to have kind of like natural mechanisms. When you're grossed out by something, that's probably your body like evolving to make you not want to do something. There's a reason why all these things are gross because they're also dangerous for you. You can get super sick as we'll see in one second. Yeah, so anyways, this the Gen Z kid's like, all right, guys, well, I hope you had fun today. And everyone was like, oh my God, I'm gonna be sick. I'm reconsidering everything. Yeah, so the thing is, the subscriber doesn't have, doesn't see the Gen Z kid for most of the day. However, they're in a big class at the end of the day together. It's like a relatively large kind of lecture type class or whatever. Or it's like a big math class with not a lot of in-person. So there's a lot of kids and it just happens to be the case that the Gen Z kid and, you know, the subscriber Luke are in the same class. So anyways, anyways, let's skip ahead till then. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, the Gen Z kid did post on his TikTok account the video. And the video got like 15 views in an hour, which... Let me just say that, you know, first, like, hour performance doesn't always indicate how well a video will do. I've had plenty of videos get, like, I don't know, a thousand views in the hour and then end up getting, like, I don't know, half a million after a year. Like, that happens all the time. However, it can also be a pretty good indicator. Like, if people aren't engaging with your video, they probably won't engage with it later. But anyways, right, so it's got, like, 15 views in an hour and so at this point, Luke was actually kind of curious how the Gen Z kid was doing. So Luke sits down in his seat and he looks at the door and he sees the Gen Z kid walk through the door. The Gen Z kid comes in. He is pale. Bro has actually lost all the blood in his face. Yeah, so Luke sees the kid come in. He's pale. He's sweating. And the Gen Z kid actually sits down kind of close to uh, Luke. Um, not like right next to him but pretty close to Luke. So yeah, um, Luke looks over and he's able to see the Gen Z kid a lot closer up. This kid is like, all the blood is drained out of his face. He's sweating buckets. He just looks terrible. Like obviously there was some, something gross that he ate that's now messing with him. 
So, like, Luke turns over and, like, is, like, yo to the Gen Z kid. Are you good, bro? And the Gen Z kid's like, yeah, uh, I'm okay. Uh, like, and he basically said it in the most not okay way manner that someone could do. Like, if you were told to say something in the tone of, like, someone who is on the verge of dying, then that's exactly how you tell it. But he tried to say, I'm good by say he said, I'm good with his mouth, but he said, I'm, I'm not doing good with the rest of his body. So yeah, Luke's kind of concerned, and in the back of his head, he's like, do I just call a paramedic? Like, I, I know it's up to this kid, and it doesn't seem like he's going to turn himself in. Or not turn himself in, that's probably the wrong terminology. I meant more like, you know, get himself the help he needs, right? So Luke's like, all right, I got to pay attention to this kid. And so class starts going on, and he looks over. This kid is sweating more. Somehow he looks even more pale, which he didn't even think was possible. And Luke's like, all right, there, this isn't good. This is not good. Okay, maybe, maybe I should really consider doing something. Like, this actually seems like it might be a problem. So, yeah, you know, Luke is looking, and uh, at one point, you know, he looks over, and the spoiled kid, his eye, not spoiled kid, the Gen Z kid, his eyes are like kind of like closing, almost like he's like about to fall asleep. And then the Gen Z kid literally collapses and just falls onto the ground. The whole class goes silent. Everyone turns around to see the Gen Z kid on the ground. And the teacher's like, uh, uh, is everything okay back there? Which like, obviously not, bro. So yeah, anyways, right, Luke at this point thought, okay, I should really step up. So when the teacher walks back, the teacher, the Luke's like, hey, like, uh, like, I just want to let you know, I think I know what's wrong with the kid. And the teacher's like, yeah, what's up? Like, this kid just fainted. And Luke's like, all right, well, I know that he was like going around, like licking really gross things for attention today. I think he probably looked something a little bit too gross and it got like, I don't know, it got to him or something. He should probably get checked up. Like he probably needs fluid or something. So yeah, sure enough, the teacher's like, oh, okay. Yeah, this could be serious. Teacher goes ahead and calls, like, uh, the nurses. The nurses come over. They decide, okay, this is out of our... We can't just throw a bag of ice on him and call it a day. Like, we got to actually do something. So, sure enough, they go ahead and they call the... Uh, the they, they call, like, the actual ambulance, whatever. They call the uh, the actual hospital. So, sure enough, ambulance comes. Dude stretched out of class. Like, class is over, basically, at this point. Everyone's just sitting in their seat talking about what's going on. Uh, basically, this kid's TikTok of him licking a bunch of gross stuff starts getting spread it around, which he actually starts getting views. Like, he goes to, like, 100 views, which, by the way, 100 views on TikTok happens randomly when you post, like, your face and nothing else. Like, that's not really an accomplishment or anything. But, yeah, sure enough, um, his TikTok gets, like, posted around a bit more. It actually starts getting traction. Like, it starts getting, like, 50 views a minute or something. I think the algorithm noticed all the attention. But here's the thing. Here's the plot twist, guys. So... The TikTok got deleted because it broke community guidelines, bro. He was starting to blow up and then he got yeeted, which I, I mean, you posted something like super vile. I understand why it got taken down. So yeah, the Gen Z kid went to the hospital. They gave him some like antibiotics or something, gave him some like fluid or whatever through IV. And he was actually good after a couple of days. But bro definitely left his, learned his lesson. And it was like the, the most ironic thing was the fact his TikTok got deleted. If you want to support the channel, uh, make sure to go ahead and watch one of the videos on screen right now, and peace.